For more resources, visit rym.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Hey everybody, uh, we are back with Scott Bird. Uh, this is our Friday show. We've been able to catch up uh, on a lot of things and cover a lot of ground, Scott. Uh, dealing with homosexuality, suffering, and marijuana, uh, among some, some other things. Uh, Scott, today, uh, this is actually the first uh, question in our Frequently Asked Question uh, series that comes from a, question, from, from a parent. Um, so, and yeah, Scott posed that. I thought, you know what, that might be a good idea to start getting some questions from parents. Uh, so we might see if we can do that in some later episodes, but, uh, Scott, the, the question you've received frequently from parents is, should I let my child have Snapchat? Um, should I let my teenager have Snapchat? Um, Maybe begin, I would assume everyone listening to this podcast knows what Snapchat is, but maybe just briefly explain what it is, and then we'll get into, um, you know, should they have Snapchat or not? Yeah. Um, So if you don't know what Snapchat is, if you're a youth worker who's like, maybe you know about it, but, but haven't like experienced it, I would encourage you to download it, you know, make an account and just play around with it. Um, and, and kind of get a feel for it because there's a lot to it. Um, it's a lot more than just sending a picture to somebody that deletes after a few seconds. Um, so that's kind of its main function um, is to, to send pictures to people that, that aren't permanent. Um, you can do all these filters that are fun and uh, you can send videos to people and uh, you can put stuff on your story so that everybody can see it. There's a private story so you can send people to just, you know, 30 people if you want to. Um, there's, so there's all this, this kind of social aspect of it um, that you kind of interact with your friends in that way. And, but then there's this whole other side of it called the Explorer feature. And it's got, um, you know, these, these advertisers, I mean, these people pay to have their company um, or whatever advertised on there. So, so cosmopolitan has a, a page on there. Um, daily mail, uh, I think ESPN or sports illustrated. Um, and so there's all these companies that pay to have their stuff up in front of students faces. Um, and there's, you know, there's just, you know, celebrities on there and, and all this stuff that, so, so even if students don't want to, look at this stuff. They're not going looking for it. It's there. Um, And advertisers, I mean, people are paying to have it on there. So, um, so that's kind of Snapchat. Um, you can send texts, you can do video calls. Uh, there's a lot of, a lot of features to it. And so that's, that's really what I encourage a lot of parents to do if they haven't downloaded it and played with it to do that. Uh, and I think a lot of times that will kind of deter parents maybe, um, especially that explore feature. So that's Snapchat. Um, and I think it's good when, when a parent asks us to acknowledge the good things about it, uh, just so you don't sound like an old, you know, angry person that hates <laughs> cell phones. 
Um, so, so there are some good things about it, you know, like you can, you, there, you can, you can have connection, um, with friends, uh, across that. Um, you can send pictures to multiple people without starting a group chat. I hate group chats. And I think, I think our students do too, you know? Um, and so it's a good way to send pictures without 30 people responding to that picture. Um, <laughs> so, so it's, there's some good things about it. Uh, it's fun. The filters on it are a lot of fun. Um, and, and our students have said that's, that's kind of the main way that they communicate. Um, I, I had, uh, in our Bible study the other day, told them to turn to Philippians and, um, we have a lot of paper Bibles, but we'd run out. And so I said, you can use your phones, but just don't be texting or anything. And I said, do y'all even text? And one guy looked up at me, he's a junior. And he said, Scott, the last person I texted was you. And it was like two weeks ago. Um, <laughs> uh, and because they use Snapchat, like that's, that's their form of communication. And so, um, and so there is some good in it. Um, but there's also a lot of potential for evil. Um, and so a lot of times when, when a parent asks me that, I, my response is kind of, if, if my daughter was a teenager, I wouldn't let her have it. Um, because I can't make that decision for the parent. They know their child. Some decisions are going to be different for different kids. Um, some kids might have the maturity to handle that. Uh, most probably don't. Um, and so that's a, that's a decision the parent is going to have to make ultimately. But, uh, but I would start with what's good. Um, but yeah, the I reasons I, go ahead. Sorry to jump in on you, Scott. I think that is important. Um, you know, to start off with the good, to acknowledge, okay, there's some, uh, creational good. If we you know, you will talking about community that we can affirm as Christians, uh, you know, because we don't want to just come across bashing it in some ways, even though, you know, if you're dealing with a parent, most likely they're angry about technology and <laughs> bashing it anyway. So and scared um, of it. it yes. A lot of fear associated with it. Absolutely. And so, and, but I think it's helpful as you're acknowledging the good, because I think in these conversations, we can quickly shame teenagers and just mock them and belittle them. But if we can recognize, Hey, there's a creational good in this, um, and this is why it's appealing to them. I think that that's a helpful place to start. Um, so one of the major issues on, on Snapchat is um, porn. Uh, there's a lot of it out there. There's different accounts that you can follow. Um, and, and parents may not even, if they looked at their child's Snapchat and who they're following, they may not even notice that it, it, it is a porn account that they're following. Um, and so there's, there's a lot of that out there. And there's a lot of that on any app. Um, you can access that stuff on any social media app, even if they say that they, uh, you know, censor, but anyway, th that's on Snapchat. Um, the explore option, uh, is, is really an issue I think because it, I think it molds students hearts to what is good and, um, and really the good life. There's a book called, um, you are what you love by James K. A. Smith. And he talks about how uh, we have these cultural liturgies that shape our loves and, and hold up what the good life looks like. And then our heart is kind of directed towards that. And so that explore feature, I think does that. It kind of subtly says, Hey, this is the good life. It is sex outside of marriage. It's wealth. It's looking this certain way. And so our students' hearts are kind of seeing that that's the good life and their hearts are kind of oriented that way. Um, and so they, they, um, 
you know, might try to start looking those certain ways or acting those certain ways or, or posting in those ways. Um, and so I think that's, that's one of the big dangers is just, it reorients our students' hearts to, to what is good and right and true. Um, and that's, that's one of the most subtle ways. Uh, everybody's worried about sending nude pictures and all that kind of stuff. And that for sure is a concern. But, uh, but I think a big concern is just, you know, changing our students' hearts to what, what is good and right and beautiful. Yeah, that, that's a really good point, Scott, because you, you're right. I mean, we, we think, you know, porn is on every form of social media. It's coming after our kids. And so we know, you know, that's an evil and that's something we need to be aware of. But to, to think of, you know, how often Satan works is much more subtle. And to see how that explore feature is shaping students' hearts, I think that's, that's something wise to, to think about, uh, to consider. You know, I think something, too, as we think about technology, it, there's always this tendency for teenagers um, for secrecy. You know, I mean, they, they were all on Facebook when it started, and we can just laugh at that now because we know none of them are on there, right? And so they got off of there because their parents were on there. And so they're always wanting to go to places where, you know, there's not you know, adult supervision, if we want to put it in that way. And so for you to even say, like, students aren't even texting anymore, um, you know, they're, they're getting to these places where they know they can hide. And again, that, that goes back to a heart issue. I mean, that's something we need to be bringing up to students is like, why are you trying to, to flee from authority figures? And what is it? Why are you wanting to be on something that's so secretive uh, where, where people can't find you and people can't hold you accountable? What, what, what does that say about you and your heart? I mean, those are some questions we need to be thinking about. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I had Snapchat for a little while to try to kind of be in the culture, the youth culture and to kind of know what it's about and, and two to like, see what's going on in our students' lives. Um, and, and ended up finding out that most of them had blocked me. Uh, so I couldn't <laughs> see their story, um, which I'm not offended by, but, uh, anyway, but, but you can block people like, so, so I could be friends with, you know, or student could be friends with their parents and, block them and their parents might think oh everything's fine you know they're not posting anything inappropriate or whatever and they really might be uh, the parents just can't see it mm-hmm. um and so yeah it's kind of like why do you need to be on something that, that where you're trying to cover it up like why are you trying to live in the darkness um you know instead of in the light um so, so yeah that there's the whole secrecy thing i think you know it's a false sense of secrecy uh all the pictures and videos and everything are really kept on a database out in california somewhere Mm. um and so there's not really (laughs) there's not really secrecy Mm. uh and the lord you know the lord sees it all and Mm -hmm. um, and that's a that's an important thing to communicate to students but uh but with parents you know so there's the explore option um that's concerning. There's also, I mean, just rampant, uh, nude pictures sent across Snapchat. Uh, I asked our intern, how many, what percentage of our girls do you think have been asked for nude pictures on Snapchat? And she said at least 75%. Um, and that's, you know, it's junior high girls, senior high girls, um, everybody. And so it's just kind of a, a normal thing for guys to, send a girl a Snapchat asking for nude pictures. Um, and I'm sure some of our girls have, have sent it. Um, and so that's one of those things. Like I would not want some punk to ask my daughter for a nude picture. Uh, <laughs> so if, if I told the parent, you know, there's a 75% chance your daughter is going to be asked for a nude picture. Do you want that to happen? Pretty sure everyone would say no. Um, 
And so, uh, and I, our girls have received nude pictures unsolicited. You know, you can't, you can't have a preview of the image. You just open it and it's there. And so they've seen, been, been exposed to things that they didn't ask for. Um, and so that happens. Um, yeah. So there, there's a lot of, a lot of opportunity for that kind of stuff uh, that you don't have on other apps. Mm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you're bringing up a lot of good things. And as you, you said that about, you know, sending nude pictures, this is something just to, you know, say I had a, a mom, I was speaking in Georgia and this mother came up to me after I was talking about some of this and she said, Hey, just so you know, she said, I have sons and they receive uh, pictures from females unsolicited. Like they'll just, send them these texts and so you know it's not just guys asking for nudes there are females out there that are just doing this you know unsolicited and so we need to you know just be aware of that and i want to make a comment to that and so scott as we're starting to bring this to a close there's you know much more we can say and need to say um but uh maybe try to give a concise answer you know going back okay should <laughs> i let my my child have snapchat i mean one you said okay look I can't answer that for you ultimately. Yeah. Um, is that kind of what you say? And then you just highlight some of these bullet point issues. Yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, if I could just a concise answer. No. And probably more emphatic. Yeah. You can beep. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It, there's just so much, so much bad that, that happens on potential for bad to happen. Um, that I would say, no, there, it's not loving to let your child have, have Snapchat. Um, and it's going to make your child an outcast to not have it. Mm -hmm. And that's something you're going to have to disciple them through and kind of mm -hmm. help them understand that's part of being a Christian is we're different. Um, mm -hmm. and, and it, yeah, it's hard. If something causes you to sin, Jesus said, cut your, you know, cut your arm off, cut your hand off and gouge your eye out. And that's not easy. It's not painless. Um, but it is good. And mm -hmm. so just kind of trying to explain that to, to students. Um, so yeah. yeah, I would say no, that would be my answer. Okay. Yeah. And I, and I think, uh, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I mean, one, yes, acknowledge the good. Okay. Here's some of the good, but, but when you, you know, weigh the good with the potential risk dangers, there, there's no comparison. I mean, there's no, all of the, the wickedness and evil and, and things out there that can, sincerely harm your your children it's just it's not worth it and and as we say you know no they shouldn't have it um to realize as you said we are inviting pain and suffering into our child's life and into our household and so uh, there is going to be that need to disciple our students or our children uh, through that because it will isolate them and of course you know, I have a daughter that's about to get into youth ministry. And so five years from now, there's going to be something else and, mm -hmm. and all of that. And so parents are going to be constantly faced with these, these issues. And it, it, it sincerely hurts as a parent to know uh, your child's going to be left out. Yeah. Um, but, but again, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's the wise answer for sure. Mm -hmm. um, Scott, any last, last words on this before we finish it out? No, I think that's it. All right. Well, Scott, I appreciate your answers. I know there's, again, a lot a lot of things we cover that are very weighty uh, that need more time, but hopefully some of these 
uh, kind of bullet point answers have been helpful to students and I mean to those who are listening, youth workers and parents. And uh, just a reminder, we are getting the links back up on our website. That's something we hadn't done as consistently, but uh, all the resources we've uh, mentioned here will be uh, linked on our site. So be sure to go to rym.org slash resources and you'll see the podcasts and, and links. So Scott, really appreciate your time and uh, hopefully we'll have you on again before too long. Yeah, thanks, John. Without money, oh, come.